Good day to you again, my history-loving friends. Thanks for listening to the Kentucky Historical Markers podcast. This is episode number 51, entitled Man of War. Now, if there's one thing that Kentucky is known for all over the world, it's that this is horse country. And not any horse. The thoroughbred. The racehorse. One of the greatest of all time was a horse named Man of War. I'm sure you've heard of him as well. Now, as a native Kentuckian, I have heard that name a lot my whole life. And you know what? I just assumed that Man of War was a Kentucky Derby winner. Maybe even a Triple Crown winner. But in researching this topic today, I was shocked to learn that Man of War never ran the Kentucky Derby. Now, I wonder how many of you folks out there knew that before. I'd sure love to hear from you. You can either email me or you can answer a question on Spotify. I'll have it put up there. But it was just truly shocking to me. But anyhow, thoroughbreds are amazing and high-spirited animals. Most everyone knows that Secretariat was the fastest Kentucky Derby winner of all. But did you know that the fastest Kentucky Derby time and the slowest Kentucky Derby time spanned a mere 15.8 seconds over 149 years. Now, that is pretty impressive consistency, wouldn't you say? That was mind-boggling to me. And you know, the Kentucky Derby has been called the most exciting two minutes in sports. But I guess it would be more accurate to say it's the most exciting two minutes and seven seconds in sports, give or take eight seconds. Because that is the full range of the 149 Runnings of the Kentucky Derby. Amazing. And did you know that the top 10 slowest derby times were all prior to 1930? Now, if you think about that a little bit, it kind of speaks volumes about how breeding and veterinary care has advanced over the years, I guess, because the horses have consistently gotten faster and kind of stayed there. In analyzing the top 10 slowest horses, it would have made sense to me if those were all like extremely muddy days, you know, heavy rain, some other kind of environmental conditions that made the horse or the tracks a little slower. But it seems like time is the biggest factor in there. So I don't know. I I found that interesting. But just to kind of put it in perspective, another very famous horse, Sir Barton, I'm sure you've heard of him as well. He was the very first Triple Crown winner and obviously a magnificent horse. But he is on the list of the top 10 slowest derby winners. Now, I wish Man of War had run the Kentucky Derby so we could compare his time with all the others. So that way we could have a true apples to apples comparison. But I think I read somewhere that either his owner or his trainer did not like the Kentucky Derby because it was too early in the season or so he thought. And to his point, the first Saturday in May in Kentucky can be just about anything in terms of the weather. It can be 80-something degrees and humid, or it could be snowing. In fact, growing up in Louisville, one of the things I've heard my whole life to the point of being sick of it is any time somebody in the spring says, well, I think spring is finally here, or I think it's safe to plant my tomatoes, or anything like that, invariably you always get the response, well, I've seen it snow on Derby Day, and it's true, I have. I suppose maybe that's what uh, he had in mind, I don't know. Well, let's look at today's marker, which is number 1635, 
1635 and is located on US 25 adjacent to the old August Belmont Farm, four miles north of Lexington, it says. It's a lengthy marker, but let me just read it to you. Of all the great horses which have thundered over the American turf, Man of War remains the standard by which thoroughbreds are judged. Fold east of this marker on the farm then known as August Belmont's Nursery Stud. Man of War was purchased as a yearling at Saratoga by S.D. Riddle and was trained by Louis Foistel. A two-year-old champion, he won nine out of ten races, finishing second once to upset a horse he defeated soundly in their six other meetings. As a three-year-old in 1920, he was unbeatable in 11 races. He did not run in the Kentucky Derby, but won the Preakness and the Belmont Stakes. He set or equaled eight track records, establishing American records for the 1, 11 eighths, 13 eighths, 11 2, and 15 eighths miles, winning the latter by 100 lengths. In his last race, he defeated older champion Sir Barton, the first Triple Crown winner, by seven lengths, and was retired as a three-year-old with then record earnings of $249,465. From his 20 victories in 21 races, he then became one of America's greatest sires. And on the reverse side, it says, Man of War, 1917-1947, Champion and Sire of Champions, standing at S.D. Riddle's Fairway Farm, about 10 miles east of this marker, Man of War, as close to a living flame as a horse can be, passed on his great racing ability to his progeny. Man of War topped the sire list in 1926 when his offspring earned a then record $408,137 in purses. In his 22 years at stud, Man of War sired 379 foals, of which 220 were winners, and an extraordinary number, 64, were stakes winners, including War Admiral, 1937 Triple Crown winner and leading sire of 1945, Battleship, winner of the 1934 Grand National in America and of the 1937 Grand National Steeplechase in England, American Flag, Crusader, Bateau, Scapaflow, Edith Cavell, Maid at Arms, and Florence Nightingale. Man of War also sired Blockade, three-time Maryland Hunt Cup winner, and Holystone, a race winner later developed into a champion show jumper. Although limited by the quantity and quality of mares bred to him, Man of War still proved to be an exceptional sire. Wow, that's a lot. This marker gives us a really good description of why Man of War was considered the greatest racehorse of all time. Or, I guess you could say, why this horse was the goat. <laughs> and that's why in the city of Lexington, Kentucky, you will find a statue and a major road named after Man of War. And it is one of the most recognizable horse names in history. And you know, both Man of War and Secretariat were given the nickname Big Red. Coincidence? Maybe. But here's a tip for you this year. If there's a big chestnut-colored horse in the next derby, I'd bet on him. Well, thanks again for listening, friends. May God bless you fine folks, and I will see you next time.